Hello, and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. Bump in the Night podcast. I'm going to bring them up now. We're ready to go. We're running a, about six minutes behind, but that's not hey. the Hello. Hello. We won't stop you early. We'll go. We'll give you the allotted time to the end because we want awesome. to see the show. What goes bump in the night? And without further ado, here you go. All righty. Hello. We are What Goes Bump in the Night. I'm Riley Clark. And I'm Trevor Jensen. And in this podcast, we like to talk about anything that's paranormal, supernatural, maybe you know a little spooky a little creepy creepy um and then we also like to read stories um a little creepy pastas every now and again never hurts now and then um but for today we're actually going to do one of our segments that we call riley and trev talk where we're actually going to cover we'll see how many we can get through tonight um but a multitude of different michigan legends or michigan lore uh that people in michigan talk about um, if you don't know, um, we are both from Michigan, hence oh, why yeah. we're going to be talking about them tonight. Um, as someone earlier in the IndyPods United had stated, you can't be from Michigan and not show people on your hand where you're from. Uh, so let's see how it looks like here. All right. Yeah. So we are over here in Michigan, on Lake Michigan. Good old west side. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. Make sure you come out here and check it out someday. The beaches are amazing. But without further ado, we're gonna jump into the first Michigan legend that people talk about, especially around here. Uh, We're from West Michigan. This is a West Michigan legend. Uh, It's called the Ada Witch. Um, So back in the 1900s or so, uh, a legend started at the Finland Cemetery in Ada, Michigan, uh, where the legend of a lady in white appears at the cemetery. She's been downed a witch um, since 1999 after the Blair Witch came out. Kind of fitting, eh? Very fitting, actually. (laughs) Figures, you know, a legend would eventually take over with, you know, a popular film that's out there in the world. Um, But with this legend, there actually is no history even saying that a woman was brutally murdered even in the surrounding properties uh, to the cemetery. Really, really strange, don't you think, Trevor? Very strange, actually. So we're going to dive right into a little more to the legend because I have actually had my own personal experience at this cemetery. Uh, I went out there when I was probably 16 or 17 years old. with a bunch of hockey buddies and uh, some other friends. So we all grouped up and we decided, hey, let's you know check to see if this legend's actually true. Like, there's no way, like- We're know, always skeptical. Oh, you you always skeptical. go in skeptical. You always gotta be skeptical of something, but like at the same time, like I obviously believe in ghosts. Like I have multiple different experiences throughout my life that have made me pretty much go, yeah, the paranormal is 100% real and so, you know, I was kind of feeling pretty brave and like tough about it, to be honest. You know, a hockey player, not much really frightens me or anything. And uh, so we went out there. Um, we all circled up around the suspected grave that the Ada Witch is buried at. Again, 
history says there is no grave for her. Hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> so we all grouped around this. Uh, it's like an oak tree with a broken headstone. All right. So we all circled around it and started asking your, your typical paranormal questions. Is there anyone here with us? <laughs> Hi, Tina. So I just saw the chat come in. <laughs> um, uh, where was I? She distracted me. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so asking you know, your typical uh, paranormal questions, is anyone with us? What's your name? Do you like being called a witch? Um, how long have you been dead? What happened? You know, uh, things like that. And after what, you know, seems like minutes now, but in reality it was probably like a half hour or oh, yeah. longer of asking questions and things like that. Uh, all of a sudden, like we all kind of like brought our attention to something in the cemetery. And for me, it was actually to my right. And it was probably about like 40 to 50 yards away from us um, on the edge of the cemetery. So there's a fence and there's woods and then there's like a bunch of graves and whatnot. Yep. So it's about 40, 50 yards away from us. It actually looked like a figure holding one of those 1800s like oil lamps. Really? And was like walking across the graveyard. Okay. Do you suspect and... that to be the caretaker or do you think that was the lady? Did it like have a womanly figure so, or what? It didn't didn't really seem like feminine at all no it seemed more like definitely a masculine figure like walking through the graveyard okay um makes sense if i had to guess like height like looking back you know 10 years ago now mm -hmm. five eight five <laughs> ten somewhere in there so like, normal normal range height, yeah you know? very normal and it's walking through the cemetery it makes it about probably like a 30 yard trek mm -hmm. and it goes behind a tree. Well, instantly, like, we're all thinking, no way is someone pulling a prank on us right now. Yeah, like, like how no do you way, recreate that? No way we're going to let that happen to us right now. We're all a bunch of hockey players. So we all get up, and we rush the figure, and do, like, 25-yard run, oh, and Lord. get to the tree that it disappeared behind. Mm. But there's nobody there. Of course and not. Nobody Never there is. at all. And, like, we're all just baffled at this point because like it just doesn't make sense like you hear the legends you're at a cemetery yeah like most cemeteries are they're always creepy at night creepy yeah yeah like, i mean they was gonna no one really wants to be in a cemetery at night unless no. you're looking for ghosts right yeah exactly <laughs> that's what i do yeah yeah exactly that's what we love to do and I, to this day i still can't explain whether if it was you know the actual witch that I saw. Or the murderer? Or the murderer of said witch. And he was like looking out for the grave. Or, or just another person that haunts the cemetery. Like Yeah, I mean residual spirits haunt like locations like that all the time because yeah. energy sticks to things like that. Yeah, and like I mean just to relate it to my own personal experiences, like when I was in Alaska, Ooh, I went I like to a these. place that didn't have any paranormal activity at all. And I caught a voice. It says hi. And it's really creepy. Uh, you should check it out. It's actually in one of our episodes. So uh, one of the back catalogs. Yeah. But that's for another day. <laughs> We're but, talking about Michigan lessons today, not Alaska. 
Well, if we're going to talk about Michigan legends, then I want to tell the story that it's also a West Michigan legend, but it comes from my father who he, he lived, well, it was actually his brother who lived in a home in West Michigan that was extremely haunted because it was, it, it's very hard to say what it was haunted by. If it was like a very malicious spirit or if it was a poltergeist where the home was like acting out because of everything that happened there. But while my uncle lived there, he had a gigantic stuffed frog. It was probably like about that big, you know, like very good size. And no matter where he put it in the house, it would end up in the living room every night, no matter what. They also had a dog. The dog was locked up inside middle of winter. No windows were open. Everything was locked up. They went out to go Christmas shopping and they came home. And unfortunately the dog was dead in the road, but the weirdest part was there was no footprints. There was nothing indicating the dog had gotten out. They had no idea what happened. Even more weird, because it, it gets weirder. There was a tricycle across the street at their neighbor's house, which was their child's. And for no apparent reason, it ended up in their living room as well. Still don't know why or how. So my dad, being the skeptic that he was, decided that he was going to go stay the night there with my mom. And both of them were like, nope, not going to happen. I'm not going to have anything happen to us. It's, you guys are just lying. So they spent the night there. And while they spent the night there, my dad said he woke up in the middle of the night. He heard footsteps coming up the stairs. And then he heard the faucets to the bathroom turn on. And then all the lights were on. So when he got up and checked, oh, yeah, it gets super creepy, too. So, like, you know, the horror movies where you walk up and you grab the, the bathroom curtain and you go. <gasps> well, did that nobody was in there nothing so he decided i'm gonna go and check on everybody because why not he said he walked into my uncle's room him and his wife were sleeping went back to my parents bedroom that they were in and the whole window was covered in black flies what yep and then Come on now, man. and then he said he turned around and all the lights were off in the bathroom and he didn't turn them off they said the next morning they left, and then about two or three months later, I think he said that my uncle put that <laughs> house up to talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said my uncle put the house up for uh, for sale, and the people that bought it a week later gave it back to them and said, "We're not going to buy this house on it." And as far as I know, it's tore down now. As it should be. Uh, yeah, as it should be. As it should be. And he would say he sees like glowing red eyes in the basement and whatnot. So. Yeah. It's the hard to say what was happening there. Anymore. Yeah, and it's very hard to say what actually happened there. But I believe my dad because he's a very hardcore skeptic. So Yeah, me too. And I've also had my hair pulled at other people's houses that I was just spending the night at. And it's just like, yeah, it's hard to disbelieve a lot of this stuff Let's because there's no proof. Insect swarms are connected to a lot of hauntings with poltergeists for some reason. Yeah, I've heard I a lot of that, that too. It's definitely something I haven't experienced personally, but I would rather not. I've definitely felt the energy from spirits come across more than anything because like like remember when we went to the old Lincoln County Jail I specifically remember walking in front of one of the jail cell doors while we were investigating and it was like an electric feeling went through my body and yeah it was crazy. every hair was it, standing up so we were both wearing <laughs> I mean if you want to Tina I don't care if you join in go ahead jump right in <laughs> 
You're muted. You're on mute. We have to unmute muted. you. Or do you guys unmute us? I don't even know what's going on. Yeah, I don't think. Now you can. Perfect. So, holy crap, guys. <laughs> I got chills all over my body when you were talking about that. I. Tell me more. I can feel I'll it. Say, it's just the tip of the iceberg, too. We went on a whole investigation at yeah. the old Lincoln County Jail in Ohio. And we immediately had stuff happen. Like five minutes in the building, walkie talkies in our backpack just yeah, turned on. And the thing is, is like we specifically didn't even open the batteries before we left our hotel to go to the jail. So they're brand new batteries so for brand new batteries, too. and we hadn't even turned on the walkie talkies yet. And when we got there, we couldn't turn them on because they were dead. So we had to switch the batteries mm -hmm. out, put new batteries in them, and then what happened next like it was as soon as we put them back in the bag and we were like all right let's just leave this stuff for when we go to investigate all of a sudden we hear click yeah then they turned on by themselves yeah and we were we were yeah, both like what what's going on and then i turned around and i was like oh it's in my backpack and like oh crazy. crap like right at the beginning of this investigation too like we went upstairs and we did a group investigation and i had my night vision camera out and i actually caught an orb that came from like where he was sitting it like flew, flew at, back yeah. behind him and oh, like right man. after the orb goes into that room mm. he literally takes a flashlight and clicks it on and looks yeah and i'm like what's going on and he didn't know that was happening oh my gosh that is so amazing yeah I, insane did, and then did i don't know if you know what a phasma box is either but we used one of those while we were there and it uh it picks up like radio frequencies and it'll like talk to you so we did like a session of those like with the group and everything and while that was going on like i got to put the headphones on and like listen to it and apparently the jail was next to a canal like way back in the day and i didn't know that so i heard like a tugboat through the headphones and i thought it was only voices that came through so i was like laughing and then i took the headphones off and i was like do you guys like know why that would sound like that? And they're like, well, there was a canal next door. So like, mm -hmm. there you go. And I was like, what? Pretty wild. Wow. And then what else happened there? Cause there was even more that happened. At yeah. The jail. There's so much that happened at that jail. It's one of my favorite episodes that we actually did. No, I feel it. I really do. And, and so many people listening, they will feel it too. If they are very into this kind of stuff like we are so you'll yeah. feel it as well so i felt that yeah and like just to go back onto like the ada witch experience um to add to another experience i had there because i went back for a second time actually because like just how i am with paranormal stuff like if something happens like i need to go back and i need to like reevaluate and see if i can get it to happen again because like just the more times of repetition that it happens, it validates it more and more, right? So I went back to the Ada Witch, uh, Ada Cemetery, Finley Cemetery. It has so many different names around here. Everybody calls it something different. Um, so I actually, I headed back, and this was during the day too. So like, this wasn't that nighttime. It wasn't feeling creepy. Like that vibe just wasn't created through like the ambience of nighttime. Yeah. So I was sitting on one end of the cemetery and my buddy was on the other end of the cemetery we're kind of just isolating ourselves asking different paranormal questions to see if we could get anything to interact with us and little did we know 
something was listening to us. So we're asking questions and all of a sudden we hear like we were using like um, like noise cadence. So like one knock for yes, two knocks for no type thing. And we heard what sounded like iron being picked up and dropped. And specifically, like, if you think about the noise, it was like an old water well, like that you would pump water. That's exactly what it sounds oh. like. The old spigot thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I yeah. have dealt with this too. And we we're trying to figure out what it was. So I told my buddy to go sit where we had heard the noise. And I just walked around the cemetery. And it was probably like 75 yards away or so. I found this water well. And I was like, yo this is here <laughs> like what and i picked it up and i dropped it and he's like that's the noise and i was like oh my god like this is crazy like i come here two times and have two paranormal experiences one at nighttime one during the day which you don't even usually like think about paranormal experiences like that well to even like go more into like the cemetery stuff there's another one in uh, Montague, Michigan, actually, called Mouth Cemetery. Or Mouth. It's really hard to say because it looks like Moth, but it's Mouth. And uh, that is like an Indian burial ground, actually, where there's a lot of unmarked graves and like a lot of headstones that are so old, they're washed out and you can't even see what's written on them. So they say if you go there, there's one of those water handles. But they say if you like pump it and then you like get water to come out of it and you drink from it or like, you know, you even mess with it, you're going to get followed home by, they say, a demon. Well, we were young and dumb and we went and did that. And I'm not joking. I had like three scratches, like all the way down my back. And it was right when we were leaving and it was all hot and burny. And I just, I haven't gone back since, but I would, I'm more open to it now that it's been years. So what, what experiences do you have, Tina? That is hilarious. Him and I, I'm sorry. What is your full name? Oh, my name is Riley Clark. I know who you are. Trevor. I have heard so much about you. I did not want to watch your name. I have heard so much about you. I have to look at someone's face associated mm. with the name and I can feel. Right. So I, you and I are very similar. Mm. We have dealt with a lot of similar experiences and it is so amazing to me that you have had these experiences because i have too mm -hmm. um i've had scratches across my whole entire yep. back three three always yep. just three big cuts on my yep. back i have dealt with that i understand i do and also i have dealt with many paranormal things i have talked about it on the unseen paranormal sorry <laughs> the unseen in paranormal podcast shut up rob <laughs> oh uh i i have um dealt with a lot of very what other people would call scary but i i don't think it's scary i'm not scared of it but yeah i have had cuts on my bag he was like what is that from and literally he he rob was nowhere Remember that time I got cuts on my back? Yeah. The three cuts on my back? Sorry, guys. Oh, he, he's, uh, I've uh, dealt with uh, knocking on doors oh, yeah. from spirit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've dealt with uh, them turning off my lights. 
I have dealt with them turning off all of the lights in the house, knocking on my door, scaring me out of my home. And so I love your show so much. Thank you. We appreciate that. that. So Tina does not lie about these experiences. This how I know is because she tells them many times. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, throughout, paranormal stories throughout are, are tough not to like just tell people because like I feel like the more you say it and like the straighter you can keep your story, the like the more it validates it. If your story's like jumping all around and like changing every time from story to story, like I feel it, like it loses its validation. And like that's why we wanted to create the podcast too because like we want to give an outlet for people to talk about their stories, not by themselves, but like with people, you know, that actually yeah, want to hear about it to do this and too. feel comfortable about doing it because like, yeah, some people are going to ridicule you because yeah, ghosts aren't real or whatever. But like when someone can tell a story and they're having you know, physical things done to them and it's leaving a mark on them, like mentally, physically, emotionally, like it makes it, it changes super va- you. It makes it super validating in my eyes. She had a a demon claw on my scar. Body. Like she mm-hmm. had a whole demon scratch. The, like it was bigger than like it was bigger than like a, a falcon clawing her back or something. Yeah, and like, it, it was long too, right? Mine was like a yeah. whole forearm length, and it was like I didn't run up into like against a tree or anything. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys want to know something? What I thought yeah. I see I've seen your podcast before i've I seen, I've seen the name of it um i will follow you you guys i can already tell you're cool they're great but, <laughs> um, I, thought, I thought what goes bump in the night was like sexual oh my god <laughs> <laughs> really but, but, but it can be but not like no uh, but i'm glad i know uh, i got names to the podcast yes. i i will definitely yeah. listen to it now that i know what it's <laughs> I about ever yeah. thought. oh i love it <laughs> yeah. i've heard that we have fun don't worry like we try to keep like the more you listen light. to our show you'll realize that this live stream pretty much is how our show goes like mm. every time like we're so like off the rails sometimes it's like what it's like how did we get here how did we get here but like at the same time like we like to stick to what we're talking about we'd like to add our own like comic relief to it and everything too so yes one thing awesome background thank you Uh, i would i would love i know i see it's two minutes till so I would love to tell you guys um, my friend's horse demon experience. Oh yeah, sometimes. Okay. Not right, not right now. No, oh, that's that's right. I was just saying we love this stuff. So not, not right now. We will come on. It, it goes deep. Yeah, let's do it. That would be awesome. We would love to. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, after this, I have enjoyed putting this together. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, we Thank appreciate you this so much. Part of it, like we would love to do this in the future. I've honestly had so much fun today, like mm. watching all of the, yeah. The everything shows has and... been amazing. You guys have done wonderful. Honestly, everybody like that has come before us. I am like so Tina, so amazed. Yeah, Tina doing amazing. Yeah. You said you guys. I feel bad for being lumped into that. Hey, it takes a family. <laughs> I've been right, doing exactly. other stuff so that she can she can focus on this. Well, but bravo, though. Also, I didn't know how to do anything. Right. That's the main reason. 
<laughs> it's on the fly stuff. Yeah, I have. I mean, this is only the second time we've done anything live, so. Oh. You guys are so cool. <laughs> I freaking love you. I almost cussed. You did. So. You I heard like a whisper. I, I freaking love you. What goes bump in the night, everybody? Yeah. That is, I love them. I really do. I've been listening from day one. I'm not going to lie. It's completely true. We Thank you. you. I will listen to it. I I everybody, we love it all. Now that I know, now that I know the the context of the bump, now I know. Stop it. So I will listen. Let them do their thing. Okay, I love you guys. We love you. Everything we need to say. All right. Well, that was wonderful, guys. Like, thank you for tuning in. Like, that was amazing. Yep. And then thank you for. Tina and Rob for joining us and sharing a little bit of their personal experiences. Everybody that decided to comment and stay involved, we are so humble for all of you. This is why we do it. Yeah, definitely. Unseen podcast, unseen paranormal podcast, sorry. Uh, definitely give us a message or I'll shoot you a message after. Yeah, we'll, get we'll a hold of us. And do something. We would love to awesome. talk to you guys. Um, but again, I'm not sure how much time we have, but uh, I'm Riley Clark. And I'm Trevor Jensen. And this has been What Goes Bump in the Night. And remember to keep ears and eyes open for what really goes bump in the night. Yeah, we actually owe you a, a little bit. We started a little bit later. Oh. Eight, oh. Four minutes. Um, you're welcome to go until 10 after. That's totally fine. And I didn't get oh, we have 10 more minutes. I'll say oh, yeah. we could even I, talk about a little more if we want. We can talk about Dogman. We could talk yeah, about we have so much content. Yeah, we say that. we've over prepared <laughs> for all this. So I, I, I got off on track a little bit tonight, but I owe you 10 minutes. Uh, you certainly don't have to leave. The floor is still yours. Uh, take right, it. Cool. We'll take it away with 10 more minutes, I guess. So, okay. Anybody have any questions from the comments, really yeah, quick? Yeah, I'll say before we just start talking about random stuff again. So I'll give you guys a second. I'll come in here. Well, and hello. Welcome back. So we have. <laughs> let's see. So, okay, unseen paranormal podcast. Eric Sims. He really wants to work with you. Yes, and we would awesome. love to work with love him. That. That's a that's a reputable guy to work with. Um loving it someone said uh the shadow people andy imhoff from pardon my fork andy been a thing of legend for millennia he says yeah we've uh, talked about shadow people a bunch in a lot of our episodes and just like because we like to relate things to other things so like if we're reading a story and it talks about shadow people like we're like wow you know we had uh one of our good friends who actually did our lighting and stuff for us today uh anthony um he you know saw a shadow guy so what what is your interpretation what is your interpretation of a, a shadow figure like what is what do you think the meaning is I'm behind so that curious. i'm sure it has multiple That's but so what, what do you guys perceive that to as? me it's yeah. like anything like if it's got a, a solid figure of a person but it's transparent so like it could yeah, be like no mass yeah like any color you could even say like a gray like, like like misty feel i think it's some type of like scene energy so yes like, I think it's like that's the type of energy that you can actually see, and that's why it doesn't make sense. Mm. Okay, so do you want to hear a story? Yes. Yeah, of course. So I was about nine, ten years old. It was my first original house in Texas. 
You bought a house at nine? Well, yeah. <laughs> so rich. So, anyways, I was like, Mom, get me some water. Well, this mom did not get me water. Oh, no. <laughs> How this, many moms did you get? No. This mom stood in the doorway in my mother's figure. Oh, no. I, I was not scared. I was like, Mom, water, like, please. And she's like, nothing. She stood there. She was a doppelganger almost. And she stood there, dark figured in my, uh, it was the hallway. There was only about four or less feet between us. And she said, literally nothing. She stood there. She was a figure. It was my mother, but a figure. And I was like, mom, mom, water. I'm so thirsty. I remember this. I will never forget it. I know it's real. Did it happen often? Uh, no. no, uh, yes. Uh, not with her, but with many other circumstances in my yeah. life, yes. I, I have dealt with a lot of spiritual beings, if you want to call it that. A lot. A lot. Yeah. She saw so many things to say. And Eric knows. Eric Freeman Simpson. Yeah, how long we've been investigating? Uh, about a I year would, and a half, two years? Yeah, like about rough, a year and a roughly. half. But like, that's like proactively going out and looking for ghosts. I would say like, ghosts. if we would classify it as professionally um, So now. far, we have a very high success rate, which I, I don't know if that says something about me personally. Yeah, I think. <laughs> or him personally. So I have but, this like um, really funny like, like outlook on it where it's like, I feel like me and Riley are like, more in tune with this stuff like the paranormal stuff because it's like the veil of like how you want to say dimensions for us is a lot thinner because we've had a lot of really weird experiences where you tell people like hey like i had my hair pulled i've seen things i've heard doors creak like this and that like how you guys said and it's like they'll be like oh i don't know i don't like the dark and it's like how have you never had anything happen yeah you guys are connected in that way sort of like an acid trip but for paranormal right. <laughs> you guys are connected right to the paranormal well, together and like even more than paranormal like me and riley have seen like ufos and we do talk about ufos on the podcast a little bit and Ooh. we we have a specific story where we like where i'm 95 percent positive that we had a ufo like hovering over me and it like spotlighted me because yeah. there was spot on there was no like rudder wash from a helicopter. There yeah. was a spotlight. It was dark it was and really it was weird. only me lit like, up. It was it looked like just a shape. There was like three dots. It was like your typical like three dot UFO. It hovered right over us and the lights just penetrated to the trees where he was. Mm. It was there for like a brief second and then disappeared. And we were both just like What just happened? We were just out on the what? patio, just hanging out. What? <laughs> I will have I be- to tell I, you. I I believe on, you guys. Hold on. Hold on. You can believe them all you want. No, I know that. I know that that happens. I I will have to talk to you guys about the experience I had with my dreams that people think is not a dream that has to do with you. We have a story like that, too, in one of our episodes. (laughs) I I have listened to your show. Are you guys familiar? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm sure you are, but um, are you... you, um, in tune with like astral projection and things I'm, like that I, I highly believe in that stuff but i haven't tried it or like i i believe in like if you do the um like the hard rem sleep and then you can get yourself to like um i forgot what like the term lucid is. dream yeah lucid dream like i've had like 
at yeah. least five or six very vivid lucid dreams where I, I woke up and thought I was somewhere else. I like everybody. Everybody has. You just have to identify what it actually is. It's, it's yeah. real. In high school, I got really into lucid dreaming and like read deeply into it and like tried it myself. And I successfully did it once and it scared uh, the crap out of me, basically, to where I never wanted to do it again. Yeah, scared. You have to train yourself. It's, yeah. it's like it was way like, more intense than I. When it happens organically it to happen. too, it's worse. Right. Like no. I had it happen after our investigation at the old Lincoln County jail, where it was like, I, I went right back to that same exact investigation. And then I had a, a spirit rush me and it woke me up and I was awake in the car. Like, Whoa. Yeah. that happened. Yeah, but if you have that awareness of, of what's happening to you, it, it can give you that comfort to maybe explore it further. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, I'm not saying that well, I'm an, that we'll I do that or no, I'm an expert. Yeah. We became yeah. way more comfortable with it the like the further we've gone into this. So it's yeah. like the first investigation, I was like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I'm actually no, like real. leaving for Arizona like this week to go do some more investigations uh, with a family member who used to have a paranormal radio show. So he's taking me to some of his locations cool that's a good person to to host that for you yeah right? sure. well, i have us on your show because we the psychedelic or vice versa or and vice versa and you on ours. we have similar we similar have archetypes oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. definitely mm-hmm. definitely i would agree i say we love a good conversation so yeah so do we so thank you so much guys yeah, thank you, and guys. yeah oh Jeff or amazing, amazing everything. Oh, Jeff, I, I'll I add you guys. You. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I want to thank What Goes Bump in the Night. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, what's the best way people can find you if they want to reach out to you or or anything? Uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Spotify, was it Apple Podcasts, uh, Pandora, iHeartRadio. You can just say Alexa, play What Goes Bump in the Night. That'll happen. Mm-hmm. So good. <laughs> but, but however you you know find your listening needs, you should be able to find us. Stitcher podcasts are available. It, 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 I ask that question all the time, but it's 2020. Uh, if right. You figure out where to find a podcast, uh, you're probably not listening to podcasts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your time with us tonight. It was a great episode. What goes bump in the night? Find them everywhere. Everywhere you listen to podcasts. And uh, thank you for uh, accommodating us too. We did run a little bit late tonight, and uh, appreciate you being flexible. We love no it. No worries. Sorry. This podcast is sponsored by Mitten Marketing Solutions. If you have struggled to grow your online presence, revenue, or community, you definitely need to check them out at mittenmarketingsolutions.com. Mitten Marketing has drastically increased business for many company social media profiles through organic traffic, customer engagement, and digital marketing uniquely tailored for your needs again specifically for your business needs check out mittenmarketingsolutions.com